BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today I'm so excited to be joined for our current mood combo with YouTube creators you may know, fellow YouTube OGs, might I add, Alicia Marie and Ashley Nicole. They have amassed a collective following of over, (laughs) you know, just over 20 million people across their platforms. And as entrepreneurs, they're rethinking what merchandise looks like for influencers and establishing a brand that speaks to the modern day individuals. So they are launching Parallel Apparel. Not only are they launching it, but they are launching it tomorrow. So maybe even by the time you're listening to this, because tomorrow is June 10th and you guys are going to absolutely be so excited as am I, because Parallel Apparel is a place where fashion and inclusivity meet eye to eye. Their pieces are made for all shapes and sizes, and they're offered from XS to 3XL. So their first launch is the Disruptor Collections, and we are going to talk all about it. It's a mix of neutral toned luxe basics, including leggings, hoodies, joggers, t-shirts, bike shorts, and more. So I'm so excited to have them on the podcast, talk all about their journeys, and just have a fun current mood combo Full of girl chat. I also had some major technical difficulties. My computer just like decided it did not want us to podcast this week. And we said, <laughs> not today, Satan. So stay tuned for that. But first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. My best mood this week was accepting the love because I had such a crazy week and Uh, My therapist (laughs) made me just um, accept the love, I guess, because she was like, how does it feel that you had such a week full of so many exciting things with like your friends and your family? And I was like, you know, like, I don't know, I guess it was good. Like, it felt good. Right. She was like, why can't you just accept the love? And I was like, Rebecca, can I call you Becky? I've never called her Becky before, but I was just like, I mean, I guess you're right. And I think that it's just an important lesson to when good things are happening, not only just, you know, once a week on Wednesdays, like kind of jotting them down, talking about our best moods, but just like accepting it and not, you know, even when it's a compliment, I remember I said it a while ago and I mentioned all the time on the podcast, but you know, when someone compliments you instead of telling them no or telling them that they're wrong or something like that, just accepting it, you know? And I feel like we talk about so much acceptance when it comes to things that we don't want to be happening or things we can't control, right? We're all about, okay, we have to accept, we have to accept. 
So why can't we also accept the positive stuff and accept when people love us or when people want to give us something, whether it's a compliment or just a form of validation or just anything positive affirm us somehow. And I think my best mood this week was just, you know, I've been saying yes a lot. And I think in turn, it's allowed a lot of really positive and like gracious things to come into my life. I, you know, one of my best friends who I'm pretty sure listens to this podcast, which I, you know, now that they text me since all my best and worst moods have to do with, you know, being in Chicago and I could tell that they're listening and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassado, but whatever. It's fine. We're fine. And me and Alicia actually will talk about that in the current mood combo, how we forget people listen or watch anything that we do. But yeah, I mean, I got asked to be another bridesmaid this week. I had a surprise little welcome dinner thrown for me. I saw more friends that I hadn't seen and they were all just like so accepting and were so exciting that I was so excited that I was home and I just kind of like basked in it and it felt really good. And so I think it's a good lesson to just accept the love, even if you think you don't deserve it, because that way more of it will actually come to you. And I've noticed that recently and it's working. So I say, let's keep the good, the good moods going for my worst mood. I've definitely, my anxiety takes different forms, just like a week in and week out. And I feel like I've definitely been going, going, going nonstop being that yes person And I mentioned last week that I needed to take some me time. I didn't really do that too much this past week just because there were there were too many things and that's okay. And I think my worst mood this week was just getting a little bit overwhelmed of, you know, just a bunch of different things. I'm not really overwhelmed with the change anymore. I feel very, very comfortable here. I feel very, very like. I'm where I belong and I'm where I'm supposed to be and I made the right decision. But I definitely like I, I I still like trip myself out. You know, when you like trust your gut and you execute on something, but then you're just kind of like your own worst critic or your own worst enemy. And it's not like I'm specifically criticizing anything that I'm doing, but I'm definitely being like really hard on myself, just energy wise. Like I'm not saying necessarily anything specific mean to myself or tripping myself up about anything like genuinely specific, but I just found myself at multiple times in the past couple days being with that like little anxiety monster, like peeking its head out of the closet, being like, Hey, I'm going to come fuck with you. And luckily I've just been kind of like, no, no, no. I know that feeling. Cause a lot of times anxiety can really start physically. Right. And so before I even let it kind of take form and run wild in my thoughts, I start to feel it in my body And I've just been kind of like feeling how unpleasant it is, obviously. And I think this is what happens when you don't do some of those physical mood boosters because I haven't really worked out in quite a few days now just because I've been socializing so much and there's just been too many things going on. I had way too much work to do. And so I think that since I was just doing work and social and I wasn't doing more of my physical mood boosters of self-care, that anxiety monster kind of saw that physical shift in me and was like, ooh, let me try to sneak in this way. So I even just had to let go and leave the other room because like my chest is just so tight right now. Like I feel that like there's seven bricks on top of my chest and it's just like there's no really thoughts or like negative thoughts running through my head. 
And it's literally just, I feel this physical chest tightening anxiety and it's so annoying. And sometimes you ever like bargain with yourself where I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'd maybe actually rather feel this than this. I always do that when I'm sick. Like, Oh no, I don't want the sore throat. I'd rather have the headache. And then when you have the headache, you're like bargaining. You're like, no body, I promise I'll take the sore throat now. And so it's so funny. Cause like, there's really like not a lot going upstairs in my noggin and it's just the physical. So I noticed that as long as I make a physical change, that really helps it. So yesterday I started getting like physically anxious. I think it was about work because I knew I had to get one thing done specifically that I was kind of procrastinating. And instead of just trying to do a mood booster right away, I was like, why don't I just get this thing done right now, even though I can get it done in six hours, it's clearly causing me anxiety. I'm going to get up, I'm going to get it done. And then I'm going to do my mood booster. And so that's kind of like what I did right now is I was like doing a little bit of mood boosters of online shopping, not for anything like fun, mostly just like I need a bed to sleep on in two weeks. And it was just like frustrating me because it's like, it's just, there's things that are out of my control and they're just annoying adult things that you don't want to have to do. And so I said, you know what, Lauren, this is just making your anxiety worse. You've been at it for an hour now. You're not going to find something that's going to deliver and that's fucking life. And it's really not that big of a deal. Kim, they're people dying, but it's just like stupid little things that will trigger your anxiety when you're like in a fragile state. It could be like literally anything from like dropping your bobby pin on the floor and not being able to find it. It's just like your brain will take anything and run with it. So it's like something that I love doing furniture shop easily can just be something that my anxiety is like, haha, it's not going your way. See, I told you you were a piece of shit. But guess what I did? I got up, I walked away and you just, you literally course correct. You just change course. That's it. But all in all, another great week in Chicago. I can, I think maybe a lot of the anxiety too is coming from, like I know I have two weeks till I move into my apartment. My lease application got approved. So I'm super, super excited because I think it's always a great for me to have my own space. I think it helps me have really, really healthy habits. I'm someone that's very like aware of her environment. And I think I've been doing a very good job of not being a psychopath while I've been kind of out of my own home right now. And I'm also just excited to like kind of share that part of this like new journey with you guys. I like love vlogging, furniture shopping and all that stuff with you guys. So it also makes me excited that I'll have a place to work and be my best self so that I can in turn do great work for you guys, not just, you know, on the podcast, but also share it and have this like cool new space to share with you guys. Cause like, even though we might not all be BFFs in real life, like you still are in my home more than most people in my actual life. If you really think about it, just saying. Speaking of furniture shopping, where I think I'm getting my couch from, because they are literally the best, and they are the only people that are shipping in reasonable times at all times. Oh, my God. I just, you guys know I love articles so much. I actually went to my unit today that I'm going to be moving into in two weeks, and I didn't see, like, the actual unit the last time I was there, and the balcony is so big. So those little cushions, like those lounge chairs that I was talking about from article, I am 100% getting one for my balcony. Me and my mom looked at each other and we're like, oh my God. She was literally yelling at me in the middle of the street. She was like, get those lounge cushions. I was like, I know. I said their article. I'm doing it. Because I just feel so good about whenever I purchase something from article. Because I know I can trust them. Their prices are so fair. And it just, I don't know, it just makes, it's such an easier furniture shopping experience, honestly. It's the only place that is 
truly easy to navigate trust and you're getting the best of everything. If you haven't checked out their newest outdoor looks from the Seaside Retreat Collection, it's this hand-picked series and it features elegantly designed pieces made from natural materials and it's complemented by pops of bold blues, yellows, and greens to kind of evoke that beachside haven in your backyard. No body of water required, obviously. I'll be doing it on my balcony, which I'm very excited about in just two weeks. But seriously, you guys, Article is the easiest way to make your space beautiful. They combined the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. So I don't have to stress about going anywhere. And I know that they're and I know that their team of designers are focused on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. But the best part, obviously, is their fair prices. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low, not by sacrificing anything, you guys, just by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. So there's no showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. And you get fast, affordable shipping available all across the USA and Canada. And it's free over orders over $999. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash mood and the discount code will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I just realized that whenever I do the discount code, I always say you guys should go get that little like ottoman poof thing that I have from them that I'm obsessed with that everyone always asks me. It's like that white kind of like fluffy looking one. And I just realized it's in Los Angeles and uh, it's my favorite. And now I don't need to think of what side table to get. I'm literally going to go to article.com slash mood. Repurchase. Wow. It's like I influence myself. Like that's kind of, that's a pretty, 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 pretty impressive. Okay, guys, let's jump into mood boosters. I only have a few and they are a little bit silly because sometimes mood boosters have to be silly. I didn't work out very much this week. I will say a mood booster has been my handy dandy hydro flask because I don't know what it is, but since I'm out of a routine of going to the grocery store and like making my own food and all that stuff, the only thing that's making me feel healthy is literally motherfucking water. I'm just chugging, chugging, chugging. It's also so hot here. And so I'm really glad that LA got me addicted to carrying around a hydro flask because I feel like I'm just the picture of health. Like a dare I say Jennifer Aniston in a smart water commercial um you know i don't even i think she's with vital proteins now the glow up literally oh my god (laughs) get it collagen makes you glow okay you guys calm down i just i don't know i just i feel like it's summer and this is just like your reminder to hydrate another mood booster was those like classic little girly things of finally getting a facial and my hair done those little mood boosting self-care items that you just have to kind of like go out and do because you know you don't always want to do those things like those things can sometimes be a chore that's why you push them off until all of a sudden they're a mood boost because you're like wow I was really fucking ugly right before this thank god I got my hair done so that was a total mood booster and it was also a mood booster because it was the first time I got my hair done with a new person in years and you're if you're a girl you know how triggering it can be to change your hair which is hilarious that anyone thought I was dying my hair dark brown like you really think I'm gonna mess with this mental stability I'm in way too good of a place to do something drastic with my hair and just ruin it all so I stayed blonde I went to a new girl Samantha at Griffith Park Salon I think that's what it's called she's amazing and I just like literally everything in Chicago is better like I'm sorry but everything's better there's just like life in the streets and everything is cheaper than in Los Angeles and it's just there's just so much more 
like there's happiness here. Like I must say, like people are nice, people are friendly. There's just life here and it feels really good. So obviously the city is always a mood booster, but like getting a facial and my hair done and a little bit of Botox and it like not being nearly what it costs in Los Angeles, like dare I say is a financial mood booster and it's going to help me go shop on article.com. Okay. And then my silly ones is, I, I just, I have to say, I don't know what it is, but I've, I, I had to share it with you guys because I have been absolutely dying watching 90 Day Fiance. You guys know I was obsessed with it, like, probably a year ago now, and it used to always be my mood booster, but I just took a break because once COVID hit and they couldn't, like, get the crews out there, they couldn't get the crews across the border, I was not interested in this, like, fucking home video bullshit you know I was like no 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 let me know when you can reapply for the k1 visa and then we'll talk and let me tell you I have been binging this show and I was just laying in bed yesterday watching it and I was like I gotta say it on the podcast because if you're ever feeling bad about dating or anything like watch this show and you will feel so much better I'm just like cackling at the screen I'm like these people literally all hate each other. They all do. I don't know why any of that. There's usually one couple I'm rooting for. And there's the one couple's hanging on by a thread. Like, I'm pretty sure all of these people are miserable. I don't know why they're trying to go through with it. And it just makes you feel so much better because you're like, okay, I'm not there yet. I'm just on hinge. And I might be in bed having a little bit of anxiety. But like, look at the turmoil in these people's lives. That's what reality TV is good for, my friends. And that has been a mood booster because it's just silly and it's fun. And there's nothing better than having a show to binge. I'm sorry. I can't just wait week to week for Law & and Order every week, okay? And then my other mood booster is the new book by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's called Malibu Rising. I read it the whole time at the hair salon yesterday, and I actually really, really like it. I don't know if she just, like, is really good at, like, setting a tone and everything. I don't know, like... At first, I wasn't thrilled that it was like flipping back and forth between different time periods, but she just does such a good job of like describing the scene. And I also was like, oh, I just left L.A. And now there's like this book based in Malibu that just came out. But I love I love a, a new release and great author. And I'm actually really, really liking it so far. I'm not really sure like where it's going. I'm like 130 pages in, but so far I'm really liking it. And I always love when a book gets me back into reading and None of you um, really got back to me on the Elder Hildebrand series, so I had to phone a friend in real life. And, you know, that's just a bummer. That's that's a bummer for me that I couldn't rely on you guys and I had to actually phone a friend. But you know what? Hey, you can't you can't win them all. So hopefully I have some better mood boosters next week that are less silly and me, you know, spending time by myself reading and watching reality TV and just chugging water. But that's literally what I do. I fill up my hydro flask. I get in bed. I close the door. I turn off the lights and I get under the covers and I just that's all I do. Because I think that there's this like weird thing about me that like when you're having anxiety, you just want everything to feel like really like close by and like you want to feel like you're in your own little space. And so since I don't have that. I think the reason why I like the book and binging the show is because I do it on my iPad. And so I feel like it's not even like if anyone wanted to watch TV with me, they could, you know, it's like a very personal experience. So I feel like it always like comes in handy too. If like you're with other people or something like that, I feel like, you know, sometimes you want to watch TV, but you want to do it by yourself. Cause like you need your alone time and like the iPad just really kind of solves that problem. So like, I'll like literally even go 
in the living room and I'll just watch it on my iPad because like I don't even want the option of like someone changing the channel or someone wanting to watch TV with me like it's like strict me time and it just makes you feel like you're in your own little nook and like sometimes you just need to nook it out you know Speaking of hair, you know, if you don't love your hair right now, then you just honestly, like real talk, need to break up with your current hair care routine. And it's time to try Function of Beauty instead. I actually just got a new round of my Function of Beauty hair stuff. They are the leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair specific needs. So what I did this time around is I really focused on hydration and just kind of like shininess and smoothness because of like all the humidity outside. But what I did was I did it for like colored hair and blonde. So I'm really excited because it's obviously like a purple shampoo type of thing. And I matched the conditioner bottle to be purple as well, even though it's not actually like a purple... Uh, product on the inside. I just thought it would look cuter in my bathroom. So I'm really excited. And all you'll do too is take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair girls, such as mine. And yours could be lengthened, volumized, oil control. Because, you know, obviously hair changes with the season and you can just change your hair goals before every shipment. So last time I didn't do the purple shampoo, but this time I wanted to because I knew my hair was fresh and I wanted to kind of like prolong my color. And then you'll choose your color and your fragrance or you can go fragrance and dye free. I actually decided not to go fragrance free just because I like when my hair smells good and I did the rose fragrance and then functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients bottles your formula and delivers it right to you every ingredient function beauty uses is actually vegan and cruelty free and they never use sulfates or parabens and you can also go completely silicone free there are over 54 trillion possible formulas and function of beauty has over 50,000 real five-star reviews and me so you can trust it they also have personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your beauty routine from head to toe. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com mood to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. So just go to functionofbeauty.com mood to let them know that I sent you and to get 20% off your order. functionofbeauty.com mood. Okay, guys, let's jump into today's current mood combo of some girl chat with my girls, Alicia and Ashley. I'm so excited to get them on the podcast. They're absolutely amazing. I know if you don't already love them, you will. And don't forget to head over to Instagram, follow me at Lauren Elizabeth, and follow more podcast updates at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'll have a merch announcement coming very, very soon. You guys are going to absolutely love it. It is everything you're dreaming of and more, I promise. But in the meantime, enjoy this current mood combo. Okay, so I need to know, like, everything that's going on. Like, obviously, I feel as though, like, we should start from the top because you guys have been, like, on the internet since as long as I have, which essentially is, like, 10,000 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, And exactly. I just, like, I just, like, honestly need to know because you guys know I have a podcast about, like, where I'm constantly complaining about my mental health and stuff and it's like how have you been on the internet for so long and you're just like okay like you know like how are you like mentally stable like how are you still absolutely crushing it like I'm nothing if not surviving you know um uh, what is stable? I think you're doing way more than that um I I too went on Zoloft last year um so mental health you know is it's, it's great now um, I, I will say my main reaction to anything is just work. Like I, that's my escape. So 
I, I mean, I can't, I don't think I have much more. She's a workaholic to say than that, but to her um, core. yeah, mental, <laughs> mental, I'm there with the mental health. I think that's probably why I, I love the podcast so much. I'm like, bitch, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is the most relatable thing I've ever heard. Literally. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, we've both been on, we st- I remember finding, I think it was one of your Brandy Melville halls. That was the first video <laughs> I ever oh, saw. Oh yeah. my God. You were the first per- like first person I ever hear mention. You were so cool and trendy. I mean, you still are. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I remember finding Lauren Elizabeth's channel. What was your old username? Uh, Lolu Fully Loaded. Lolu Fully Loaded. Oh my God. So much better than Mac BBY11. <laughs> um, we all, cause like that, like we all had the weirdest usernames because it was before like you even thought about I mean, the sad part is it was before we thought about like launching our own brands yet. Like in my mind, I was like, if I'm going to have a brand, this is obviously it. It's Lolu fully loaded. Honestly, I love Lolu fully loaded. When you, when you first started, you wanted a fake name. Well, we didn't want to share much about yourself. It was like jumping from Tumblr to YouTube. So you just kind of like use the same kind of vibe, you know, or MySpace XX underscore whatever. (laughs) Um, yes. Damn. So did you guys, did you guys start YouTube at the same time? Like what's the age difference between the two of you? Cause I know your sisters and for the longest time I thought you were just BFFs. Mm. <laughs> and so have you guys like been like best friends forever? Like what's like the sisterly friendship bond situation happening? We are, we're three years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm older. Alicia's younger. She started when she was in like high school. She's yeah. been on what, 12 years now. I think almost 13. She's been on for like almost 13 years now, which is insane. I've been on for like six and I didn't jump onto YouTube until college. Um, and I was helping Alicia out with her channel. So mm-hmm. I would like film all her stuff for her back when it was like, Oh, I need a filmer now. I need someone to like film my content right. for me. I was the first one to do that for her. And it worked out great for me because I was in school and I needed like some kind of part-time job. So then that's, that's how I ended up getting involved too. Yeah. But then at that point I was like, Ashley, I have all the equipment you could ever need. Like that's the number one reason that usually holds people back. Just start a channel. Like why not? It was one of those, like, do I, do I, or don't I, do I focus on school? Do I be a good student? And then, um, I think one of the biggest things that (laughs) I feel so bad. I (laughs) was like her little producer without her even asking me to. And back then that's when I was doing the cringy ass, like, saturated like, like DIY saturation all yes, of that that's stuff. how I remember you oh like that God. is how you live in my head rent free I 100% remember, you know, forevermore t- like 10 years later still trying to like the neons actually, yeah. <laughs> um so I made her channel like a mini my channel which was so not Ashley's vibe whatsoever mm-hmm. um and I think you honestly it's kind of weird because you got a lot of followers but it wasn't for your vibe and I feel like that was a kind of a a hard thing yeah there was a huge transition where I was like cool I don't like the stuff that I'm putting out and I'm not happy with it if I'm gonna continue with this then I need to figure out like my own style my own vibe and that took like a good amount of time it's just hard though because you know you want to do stuff that's trendy and then something gets a million views but then you want to do something you love and then you upload like like you do such cool fashion halls where it's so artistic and you just have this very like chic vibe. Yeah. And but it just, it'll never do well. It doesn't matter how, how the, the niche is so different. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, just yeah. a hard struggle. I think that's something that you struggled with a lot. In yeah. The, like yeah, starting. Yeah. But. Do you think that like, obviously since 
since you are sisters though, like now the fans have like learned both of your styles as like the, I guess, quote unquote, like grown adult woman you are and like still crossover. Do you find that you have like your own like little communities as well? There's definitely crossover. I think I, mine has definitely aged up a lot more, which makes sense. Like I'm older, um, which is exciting. (laughs) That was like the goal from the very beginning. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's definitely crossover between channels. Yeah. But one of my favorite things ever is when someone comes to my channel and says that they found me through Ashley. Cause I'm like, wait, that's so cool. In my head, I'm so happy that someone didn't know me as the saturation era or back to school (laughs) era. So I'm like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I know. I feel like that's how it's like when someone's like, uh, I'll see someone on the street. They're like, oh, my God, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, wait, that like, yes. that's it. Like, that's oh, how- my God, like, that's so sick. Yes. Like, you know, because we've been on YouTube for so long. And, you know, I think it's I think uh, like you guys are such an insane example of the fact that people really don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Cause like I can sit here and be like, I'm a boss ass bitch all day long. But like if people actually knew like you're literally a workaholic, like literally like TK producing, like everything. It's insane. Like how just dedicated and focused, like your guys's channels are there. It's crazy. I don't even like literally compare on YouTube to the stuff that you guys do. How do you like, what is your kind of like work life balance? Like, I mean, obviously I'm sure it's really cool being able to work with your friends and your sisters, but how did you kind of get to a place or have you always just had it in balance, I guess? never balance I will say Ashley and I have always worked so well together and I don't know if it's just a personality thing I don't know if you're into the Enneagram but I'm a three and she's a nine and they work really well together um oh really yeah 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 yeah. um Alicia's the hardcore like live breathe eat work and I can get there and she usually like pulls that out of me, which is really awesome. But then I'm also the type to be like, all right, let's go for a walk. Let's take like a mental break. She like we need to, I balanced. can't be in the house all day and not go outside. It'll like frustrate me. So I'll be like, let's go. Like, even if it's just walk to coffee and leave and come back and continue working, like that does so much for me. So I'll like make her do the same thing. Um, but yeah. then I have a hard time getting started. Like she everything, everything feels very overwhelming out. for me and I'll sit there and I'll, I know I can do it, but then she'll hype me up and I'm like, okay, I got to do it. And then she's the one who gets the ball rolling. And once the ball starts rolling, then I, yeah. then I'm there and we I can work. We just balance each other so well. And that's why, um, I mean, even with parallel, it was such a no brainer to do it together because not only have we grown up, we've always lived together too, which is so weird. Like we, mm-hmm. we, I feel like we're twin. We go, we get yeah. off twin energy. So we really much. do. You really do. Yeah. You really you do. Know? Um, so it'll be weird one day when you get married and leave me and then I'm stuck here all by myself. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Or she kicks Yeah, I like me how out. you're acting like you're literally going to be a single grandma forever. Yeah. Nice try, nice try. <laughs> but wait, so did you guys always know that you wanted to start a business together? Like how long have you guys been like thinking of this and creating this idea in your heads? Yeah, so I really wanted to do something bigger. You know, being on YouTube for so long, th- the number one stress is the fact that there's no like future security in it because you are right. not young and trendy forever. Literally you know? any second, like shit could hit the fan and it could all be over. And that's oh, like completely. My, the worst nightmare. And I think that's, something... I just got the chills. Cause I know Yeah, yeah you're like, <laughs> Oh, that's why I, I try not to think about that. Um, so for years I've been trying to really just diversify. Yeah. Just do different projects. That's where the podcast came up. I'm sure that alone for you too was like, Oh my gosh, this is so nice knowing I could just do this. Mm-hmm. And I love this. Yeah. Um, and one of those things I really wanted to do was a line of just basic clothes, but I really could not 
kind of see it. And then one day Alicia's one of those people that whenever she does a project, she can like fully picture just, the entire vision. You know, it's, it's there. And like the she vibe. would complain constantly about how she couldn't see this. So that's yeah, kind but of a I big knew deal. I wanted to do it and I didn't want to just kind of half ass something, but so I didn't honestly that was like what top of 2019. And then maybe like months and months later, like towards the end, it kind of hit me that I wanted to do this with Ashley. And then I totally understood everything. I was texting my manager and said, oh my gosh, I think this is a project that Ashley and I will do together. Our styles used to be polar opposite, but now they're parallel. Oh my God, that's such a dope ass name. Like parallel, parallel apparel. Like that's so cool. Oh Um, my God. Yeah, we somehow were able to get the trademark. Um, Apparently it was up for grabs, which we were super excited for because normally you don't really get the, the... the yeah. first cho- name choice in a yeah, project. Yeah, you end up with like plan C or plan D yeah. before. You- <laughs> um, yeah. So then then we just kind of went full force with it. And we had the handle, yeah, the we like trademark the handle before trademark. starting anything. So it was one of those like, I guess we're, guess we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole, it's cool because the whole line kind of was based from the fact that growing up we always fought over each other's clothes that was the Mm -hmm. number one thing we ever fought about we would get in screaming fights and then say you can never go in my closet again because we would never ask that was the problem right but it's a (laughs) a sister thing but then we're also the exact same size and everything we're both like size sixes mid-size so it was very easy to just like steal something of hers or her still yeah our closets were just always open for each other um but as as you know um alicia marie saturation era was very like neon skirts very whatever that's when i bowed out also, can, we, can we just talk about like the early or the, the later 2000s like fashion what we got screwed over yeah. like the circles, oh a hundred percent we were the last era yeah. of like charlotte russe and all yeah. these like like store just i'm like Ooh. god uh, kids now look so good and yeah. I'm, i really i feel like i was done dirty um, it's not even fair. Point being, so I had that type of like really girly style. Ashley went extreme boho, was the free people I child. I lived and breathed free people. Yeah. Our, again, <laughs> styles were completely opposite, yeah. but the things that we did borrow of each other's were always basic um, pieces. You know, it was an essential like bodysuit, mm-hmm. um, a pair of jeans, a white t shirt. found a good bralette. Like that a was good gold. Good bralette, totally. And that's kind of what this whole line was based off of, of just those pieces that everyone needs in their closet. And, you know, it's not fast fashion. It's all made in L.A. Um, so it's sustainable. And the whole point is that it's not going to come unraveled throwing it in the wash one time. You know, mm-hmm. it is something that you invest a little more in. But we were really, really happy with the price points we were able to get um, for the quality. Everything's under 100 except for some of the fleece items, which honestly, you mm. feel it. And it's you would expect the sweatpants to be over $200. Um, or, with, a or with like like a designer label yes just like you know slapped on top of it because totally. it yeah. feels that way so it's one of those it is more those pieces are more expensive but the second you feel it you'll be like ah like, it's worth it. it yeah like yeah. it makes sense yeah. totally and you know it's like obviously not gonna like you said like unravel it's like yes. i have like one good pair of sweats and i'm like how many times can i wear these before i have to wash them so i can immediately wear them again <laughs> exactly. because you're just like upset like you feel silly almost like not spending like the 10 extra dollars because then you just don't love them and you they, they almost just feel like replaceable to you anyway uh-huh. i feel like the obvious like question is you know with you know the classic like influencers and youtube channels and starting podcasts and like did it did 
did you feel like, okay, I have to do something really unique with this or make this different because I don't just want to be another quote unquote influencer starting a fashion line? Like how do you kind of, you know, work around that kind of obvious question? Not that, you know, I think that's like, I'm in your shoes as well, but I feel like that is the obvious question, you know? I mean, I'm sure you've gotten it with projects you've done, you know, so I even had a handful of people tell me fashion's the worst idea you could get into. It's so overpopulated. And they didn't know what we were working on. They didn't know what we were working on. They're like, fashion's the worst. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I've already invested so much money. I feel like the, the difference is both of us, especially talking about diversifying and coming from the YouTube channel, we both, the goal would be to kind of like back obviously we're going to use our platforms to promote the, the brand, but the goal would be to like back off and it be its own entity doing its own thing in the future. Yeah. I, right? I Yeah, completely. I don't want, uh, like for instance, with my merch, I've noticed the number one th- problem be if I'm not promoting it, there are not many sales, which I understand because it's such a product of it's me. It's you. Yeah. But with this, obviously we know getting it started, we want it to, you know, we're going to have to promote it. We're going to have to say, Hey, it's live or there's a sale or dis- whatever. But eventually I would love for people to find us and say, Oh my God, I've bought your clothes. Like, and they found us through parallel. The I think same that way would the be- people like ran into you and said, Hey, like I listen to your podcast. Yeah. Like it'd be cool if it's its own thing that doesn't need us to constantly feed into it. Yeah. Which is hard because it's finding that balance of, okay, we need to promote, but yeah. also shit. Most businesses, if they don't have, you know, someone pushing it, it takes five years to even like cut even. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's been our main mindset of, okay, let's treat this as we would a business. Obviously we're here to help push it, but let's get, you know, models. I don't want to be the one on just the web. I don't want it to be another Alicia Marie site or like Ashley Nicole Our faces site. and names just plastered everywhere. Yeah. Which they're there. When you go to the site, there's like an, our story, it shows us. But when you, if, if a stranger was to go to it, you would have no idea who is, you know, owning this essentially. Yeah. And the goal specifically to be like, Oh, I had no idea you guys were even YouTubers. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Mm. And I think, I think it's, um, you know, we aren't, I don't know. I think from the beginning, we just said, we want to do this right. Um, okay. What does that mean? You mm-hmm. know, like what is right? And obviously uh, we, you, it's, uh, we don't have investors, so it's all self-funded. Um, but I think the, the first thing was for us, the models, mm-hmm. we wanted to have models on, um, wearing the clothes also as big of a size range we could do for the first drop. So we have everything from extra small to three X, which is the same as my merch. And that's another, um, you know, thing that we had to take into account with the models, you know, and making sure we have all the sizes and everything like that. Um, but then when we got to doing some of the plus size, um, samples and stuff, we realized we are not knowledgeable in this subject. Um, so we actually got a friend to Mm kind of come in and give some notes on the, the, bigger sizes yeah we just happen to have a really good friend of ours who's a professional curve and plus size model and she was so sweet and she came in and she was like oh I'd be more than happy to give you guys edits and we're like cool she'll maybe give us like a couple like here and there we'll give her some pieces that we're really concerned about she gave us a shit ton of edits like a lot she was (laughs) we were like because like normally brands just kind of like go great to scale and we'll scale up the sizes so it just kind of automatically goes up and we were like no we want to make sure we, we, we really take our time with this. She was like, okay, you're going to each piece. She's like, you're going to need, we need more, a couple centimeters here. Like we need some more fabric here. Like a centimeter is not much, but it does make such a difference. It changed everything. It made the top, like me and her would stand next to each other in the same top. And mine would look more like a top. Hers would look more like a a little bit of a bra or like a bralette or sports bra style. Mm. And that centimeter changed 
everything. It's, yeah. And it was like, oh, no, that's a top now. So we learned a lot. I we learned a lot. Was, yeah. <laughs> Quick break to talk to you guys about stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office? Like you're still paying full price for postage. Oh my God. Well, you guys, thanks to stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. You can literally mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, like a lot less, with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com literally saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every single year. If you don't know, Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, or you have a side hustle, Etsy shop shipping out orders, or you're just navigating this hybrid work life. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com to manage their mailing and shipping. All you have to do is use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, you just schedule, pick up, or drop it off. It's literally that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get discounts of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. And honestly, you guys, it is so hot out right now. You bet. Best believe I'm not walking through the city to literally drop something off at the post office. And I want to save that money, okay? We have hot girl summer to walk out for. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code MOOD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in MOOD. That's stamps.com promo code MOOD. Back to the podcast. So how many pieces are in the debut collection? We have 12. Um, and it, again, it's all essential. So there's like a pair of leggings, biker shorts, the square, not the, this one, the square um, top is my square favorite. Square neck top is one yeah. of our faves. It, the whole point of this, we've had a few people ask like, oh, is this active wear? And honestly, and mm. it, it isn't. I think you can wear it if you're going to do yoga or something. But I don't know about you, but for me, I actually have my clothes that I work out in and then I have my cute workout clothes that I just you know wear out and about and go grocery shopping or whatever and I don't want those to be all nasty and sweaty so in in my head that's what this line is is it's not necessarily um you know trying to be that I think COVID taught us that sweatpants aren't going anywhere anytime soon you know once everyone's working back in offices I want someone to wear the sweatpants with freaking stilettos and rock that like that's what I'm excited for it's just that kind of fashion being evolved just through the pandemic like every matching sets sweatpants comfy clothes those aren't going anywhere and without even talking about it when we went to go like test fabrics and stuff alicia and i were both immediately drawn to the more like athletic fabric um because of like how stretchy it was and how comfortable it was and so i think that's why that there is a lot of pieces that do feel that way but the reason we did it was like for the square neck top for example like you don't have to wear a bra with it because it's so thick and supportive supportive, and that we both that's agree. like, like literally feel my like... favorite <laughs> that's yeah. like all i need is like you don't have to wear a bra with this because yeah. you feel like you're good to go yeah because there's nothing worse than like i just want to be comfortable and i just want to go run my errands i don't want to look like a slob but like i also don't want to put a bra right. i'm gonna try a so little like, bit I'm, but not that hard this square neck top is kind of speaking to my soul <laughs> yeah. like, that's literally my mood all the time it'll be <laughs> in is your there PR anything box. that you guys like 
were like, I want this in the line. No, I don't like that. Or like, have, has your styles kind of like at least now there are they parallel enough to oh. agree on 12 items? Ooh, well that. said. Well said. Yeah, I yeah, actually I think, think so. so. There were a few things that there was a muscle tank that is yeah. coming, I think, in the future. Um, that that I was, was like, like, I love a good muscle tank that goes really low, like down to your hips almost. Where I <laughs> don't think they're flattering on me at all. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> and so that was that was like a moment where she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. But I get it. And, and I think that's also something, um, you know, moving forward, we're not trying to be the next big fashion designer here, yeah. you know, but just trying to take into account what other body shapes would want and what they find flattering on them that maybe we would never think of. So we definitely want to include, um, you know, just see how this drop does. Hopefully it does well. As of now, it's all just um, North America for shipping, but we would love to do worldwide eventually. But again, One small business. Starting <laughs> um, well, from the ground Hopefully up. we can do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything's been pretty smooth overall. Um, it's just been a long time coming. So, I mean, we got the trademark and everything in 2019 and I feel we're just now launching. Yeah. It's been, it got pushed like five times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure from like the pandemic and then also yeah. like designing clothes takes literally forever. And there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes, but it's the fact that you guys get to like do it together is literally so cool. Cause you're not, you know, carrying the weight of all of this by yourself. You get to shoulder it like with like your sister and your best friend. And so you guys said you still live together right now too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've always been roommates. Are so. you guys insane? I, I know. Like, Jesus no, Christ. Are. It's weird. Um, I think, I think honestly, the reason why it works is whenever we are in a bad mood, we're just passive towards each other. <laughs> so it's not like this big <laughs> fight. We're just like, Hmm. <laughs> like that's how we fight. <laughs> A lot of well, sass. it also works because it's like your family, so it's like you know how to fight with yeah. each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like it's you different. know you also kind of like have to forgive each other because you're exactly. related. I yeah. always I always tell my cousin and my brother, I'm like, we would not be friends <laughs> if we weren't related because I hate you a lot. Yeah. But, but you I know, you're you. my cousin, so I have to forgive you. Yes. What are you guys most excited about? Like, what are you guys doing for the launch and stuff? I mean, obviously now that we're like out of the pandemic, kind of. Right, right. Are you guys like celebrating or like doing anything fun to like kind of at like, I mean, I feel as though you have something up your sleeve because you <laughs> vlog everything. And like, that's why I asked, oh, you know, got it, got it. honestly, we always wanted to do like a launch party or something, but then because of COVID, we just scratched that. So we're not doing any sort of um, party or event or anything like that, which honestly my wallet is very happy for. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're budgeting right we now. Are, we're approval <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but we are this week. We're doing some hand deliveries for PR, um, which I wish you were still here. Mm -hmm. If you waited a few more weeks, <laughs> I mean, listen, at least you guys now know that you have a Midwest influencer representing you. You know, it's not just all LA girls. Yes. And yeah, I was oh thinking God. too, Love it's it. like everyone knows that obviously like Kim Kardashian, and Chloe Kardashian and Joe Schmo, like everyone has their clothing line, but I feel like this is like actually everyone's like best friends finally making clothes like for them, not like their favorite celebrity. Like obviously, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like one of the last times that I was in LA, I was like literally driving down the street and I saw a billboard of your face. So like granted <laughs> you're a huge celebrity, um, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. I literally, Alicia, I was like driving down the street and I was like, whoa. I was like, 
my extra ass. Yeah, that she happened. said Vlogmas 2020. Said, We're going hard. <laughs> oh my god! That's yeah, so, funny. so you literally bought a billboard for your vlogs. Yes. Like, was this just like a if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it situation? Yeah. Like, are we getting billboards for this? What's going on? Honestly, I I mean, for Vlogmas, if anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's a time where you vlog every day from December 1st to December 25th, um, leading up to Christmas. It's a rough life. It is. It's a rough rough time. It's good. It's trust me. I quit a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's super fun. A little exhausting. It's just harder than you think. The house gets crazy every December. The house is like a content house during, um, December, but I always kind of do these elaborate intros and over the years I've made it hard for myself because I have to get it, you know, more and more elaborate. And this year I just thought, you know what, why don't we do a whole intro of all of my breakdowns this year? Again, referring back to now being on Zoloft, there were a lot (laughs) prior. Um, and I just started filming every time I had a breakdown. So my whole vlogmas intro last year was a just montage of me crying and then a billboard that said K by 2020 at the end. So mm. I was like, you know what? This is a way of doing it over the top, but like not, but kind of very 2020 appropriate. When I saw the, when I saw the montage of you crying, <laughs> I literally felt so seen. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like my last post of 2020, was like a photo collage yeah. of me crying. Amazing. And you know, it was a rough year. I'm not, I don't know where your tears came from personally, just because as a YouTuber, I don't spend as much time on YouTube. I spend time watching like 90 day fiance. I just, yeah, I think it's yeah. better because if I watch your videos, all I'm going to feel is, oh my God, her videos are so good. I need to work harder. And it's like, I feel like I'm at this point in my life where you can only go up so much on Cymbalta. Oh my God. And so, you know, I can only check in with you every few times a year, (laughs) but that's why on Instagram, I was literally on TikTok today and I watched your TikTok and you were like, turning your head and like every single time you turned it. (laughs) Okay. Do you know how hair and makeup, you know how long that took so long? Oh, I know. I literally was, my little brother was obviously laying in bed with me like normal, uh, not siblings or dating do. <laughs> and I was like, this girl's coming on my podcast today. And he was like, that's like so casual. Like, who is she? Whoa. And I was like, I know. What can I say? Got some real famous friends. But then I just have to show him also, you know, your crying montage to make yeah. him yes. realize that his sister's not the only mentally unstable She's person super, out there. Yeah, you know? yeah, super relatable. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, honestly, I... That's me with TikTok. I want to try and I want to do it more. I, I, I so much. It's so much. All the transitions. That thing took me so long. Luckily, it did like okay, but man, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's so hard. It's a lot. TK is like, you need to post more on TikTok. I feel like and people like, don't realize to, like how much effort goes into content. I mean, like obviously, like you decided not to like switch gears a little bit, but you know, it is mood. But <laughs> I think people don't realize like how much it does take to like record yourself because it's, you know, one thing to like, I always say like I could do computer work all day and like, you know, code and make thumbnails or whatever. But like sometimes when you turn on the camera, what, what made you decide to like actually, I guess, like be open about like how shitty obviously the year was? Yeah, I think I've always been someone who never really had to hide much from my YouTube channels. I've never been in a public relationship. I've never other than um, Mia and I having a big like friendship breakup. That was the first time ever a few years ago. I did watch that video. (laughs) That was the first time where I felt like I I, I was hiding something from my audience. and I felt so weird, Um, which obviously eventually we ended up doing a video together and stuff and we're good now. But 
I've never really felt like I've had to, but I don't know when I, when I film, I really don't think like, even now I'm like, Oh, people are going to listen to those. Mm -hmm. I think I, I do a really good job of just like hyper-focusing on what I'm doing. So when I'm vlogging, I always forget, Oh, people are going to see those. Like, I just feel like it's a FaceTime with my friends or like one person, not necessarily like a lot of people. So I really don't get overwhelmed with sharing stuff. I don't know why. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know either, but she's always been really good at that. No. Yeah. I feel, I mean, like I always, the only thing I have to like remind myself is like things for like safety when it's like, I'm moving. I'm like, Oh, should I tell them like what part of Chicago I'm moving to? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, probably not. Cause someone could be a serial killer and I won't know, but like you forget cause like you feel like your audience is like genuinely like your friends. Yes. I'm but really one weird. Of them might be Ted Bundy. Like we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. That's the one thing that kind of <laughs> scares me. I think my anxiety really gets, that's been a few, there's been a few instances where I was like, Oh yeah, I'm that gets quitting, me too. And I'm not, it's probably, crazy, but. it's probably all the crime podcasts I listen to, but that's exactly everything goes immediately yes. to murder. And I'm just like, I can't handle this. We got to go. We got to scratch Even, it. Um, oh no. I'm like an idiot. Like I straight up got catfished on hinge. Like, I listened to that episode. Oh my God. I live. I li- Lauren, I'm, I'm like not literally kidding. like dating is hard. Like dating, dating is hard. no joke. Especially during the pandemic. And online, like I just just recently started kind of tapping into the dating world and how am I going to meet people? All my, all my guy friends are gay. Like (laughs) honest, like I have no straight guy friends. I'm like, okay. Well, you live in LA. (laughs) Yes. I also do live in LA. Um, so I need to come to Chicago. Lollapalooza. So, um, I mean, I will (laughs) say like once I like downloaded hinge in LA, just like a little pro now that I'm a pro dater. Cause like I'm out of control. Mm -hmm. I will say like switching over from like Raya and just like going, out in public to like hinge i was like so this is where all the college educated male it's straight guys yes. have been yes. hiding in los angeles i don't like raya i think it obviously it's cool and oh it's horrible but you you when you first sign up for it the pitch is like you're gonna see famous celebrities it's all just like friends of friends of friends which like i've given friend things to people who probably sh- don't need to be on there yeah but it's just funny because when i'm scrolling i'm like i don't know anyone and then if i do see someone cute it says in common and has like friends who are i know like mutual friends on facebook or instagram and that's when i'm like I- you've probably hooked up or something and yeah. i'm just like okay i can't and then i just get overwhelmed because it is like a smaller town i mean my mine worse is when it always has like my ex-boyfriend in common oh, on it, and i'm God. just like yeah no like i'm good i've gotten like Literally, literally last night I got a message on Raya that was like, hey, didn't know you guys broke up. How long has it been? I was like, literally, who even are you? Like, nope. oh. probably met at a party. Like, no idea. No recollection. Shut but it's not up. easy. I mean, I... I, I, t- I take my hat off to you for staying in L.A. for so long and being such a workaholic because I was just burnt out to the core and I feel like you're not stopping anytime soon. And I, I can't have you guys stop because I need parallel apparel and I need, we all do. I need someone to hold me accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. I will say I did have my huge burnout moment. And right after that is when I realized this was 2018, not a good time. I realized, oh my gosh, all I have are empty views for all of my 10 years of work, empty views. Like it, like just nothing. Um, I didn't have projects. I had other friends who were doing stuff. So I feel like now I've really learned to, be grateful for a quality view versus an empty view. And Mm. it's like, I would rather have 20,000 people 
watch something I post who actually care and love me versus 2 million views of people who are just like, not the audience I want. I think when we first started YouTube, it was so fun to grow and like grow your subscribers. I've been in the negative subscribers for so long, but I feel the most connected to my audience. And I think it really does, you know, it kind of like fucked us in the head to like think, oh my God, now I'm irrelevant or now I'm like, no one cares. But it it really is like Mm -hmm. so much better to weed out the people who don't care and focus on a small knit little community. Because those people are the diehards. Yeah, Yeah. Like now there's so many creators. Like when we started, I could probably name every YouTuber because there yeah. weren't that many. Yeah. yeah. And now there's so many and which is great. I think it's honestly awesome. Um, but obviously that means views are just going to be different. So I really try to look at like the comments, like if a video is successful, I'll, you know, reading the, the comments, like the quality of the feedback versus the subscribers or the views. Um, and the other thing that's helped drastically is just delegating. Like that's when I hired TK, I hired a personal yeah. assistant. Like I could not be doing any, even for parallel, we've hired mm-hmm. like three people. Um, and I think that's where we, again, going back to that, we want parallel apparel to be, you know, good. What does that entail that we were like, well, we can't ship this stuff out. You know, we have to yeah. hire people. Also recognizing that both of our channels are, are like, you know, monthly paychecks and we can't just quit that and jump to this. Um, so in order to do both well, we, we had to hire people and ask for help. Yeah. Which obviously that comes into money and it's just a huge cycle of like, Oh my God, this is so overwhelming. How do we do this? My man, my, my management team has been amazing. Like the number one couldn't do it without them. Um, it's just having a good team around you. And I think it is more attainable than you think, but you know, it, Ah, man, having a good team around you is like the number one thing. Mm-hmm. What like advice would you guys give as people that ha- are like literally like so OG and then like also starting this next venture? So like who get it of like people that want to like get into the content space or like get into the clothing space? Because I mean, technically, it really all starts on social because no matter what you're getting into, you kind of need an Instagram to promote. I mean, that's advertising now. Completely. So what like advice do you have to someone that's like just starting as people that have seen it shift so many times, like literally every like year or two? Oh my God, so much. The yeah. number one thing is evolve. Like be yeah. willing to evolve. I can't tell you how many times I used to blame YouTube. I blamed the algorithm. I said this, like you're punishing me for not... The, like what's going on when times like things change, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? People aren't like fads come trends come. It's okay to take five steps back and be like, okay, that worked for three years. I noticed that people aren't interested in DIY school supplies. Like maybe they want this now, or maybe my audience is growing up. Like that's Mm -hmm. the one thing that's so dope about social media versus a Disney channel. It's the same content on a show like that. Cause it's for an age group. But YouTube and social media mm. is for a person who grows up and evolves. Like, I've had so many comments on um, recent videos of people saying, whoa, I started watching you in middle school. And now I'm in college. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's No, crazy. duh, they don't want to watch back to school videos. Like, they don't, they're not interested <laughs> in that, you know? Yeah, one of the biggest things I think that we did really well was just being very aware that we are influencers and we are YouTubers. And so the one thing that we know how to do well is get that kind of content. So during all three shoot days, we had someone vlogging 24 seven. Someone was getting TikTok. Someone yeah. was getting reels. Like all of us had multiple cameras and we were shooting for all of the social content. And we also kind of like prioritized that. Obviously we were going to get the like 
the like yeah. high end DSLR images and stuff like that also. But we were very aware of like, if there's a model just sitting there, she's going to film a TikTok. Yeah. Like we were like, we're getting, we're getting all the content right now. And we really prioritize that. Yeah. I had a talk with, so we were kind of running like the socials team. So I like send everyone a, like a to-do list the, <laughs> the day before the shoot. And I write in bold, huge text. I was like, if someone tells you to stop filming, don't stop until I tell you to stop filming. <laughs> I was like, to me, like the TikToks is so much more important. Like one viral TikTok is way more important than a video that's probably going to go on like the Parallel Apparel YouTube channel that not, not many people are going to see. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like a, an extra, I don't know. I was like, socials are more important than oh, anything We're leaning else. into it. It's so, the one and, thing and we know how to do. That, I do think a lot of influencers try to prove that they're more than an influencer by right disregarding that fact and trying to prove like no 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 i'm not an influencer versus i think it's crazy i mean so many people want to be a content creator now which is yeah. awesome um, which, so i think just rocking both you know yeah. i think we're going into a fashion space and we're openly saying we are not experts in this um we're not trying to come and you know come to new york fashion week and be like oh screw every screw all of you guys like there's been years and years of people who actually study fashion and like we're not trying to take away from that but we also want to inspire anyone to make a small business or do something that they want to do so i think you know we're open to feedback we're not trying to come in and like dominate a space mm -hmm. that we have no that you know like someone yeah. else's lane yeah that's so that's so funny but it's true there's so many people that want to be content creators now and I'm going to start sending emails that say if anyone tells you to stop filming don't stop, <laughs> yeah. stop. Like, that's like literally the most iconic line I've ever heard yeah. I'm literally so excited for you guys thank you so much for coming on Mood thank and you I'm so excited us. to shop and I live in North America and although I won't be getting a hand delivered <laughs> PR I mean don't you worry. know it'll, I'm, it'll, I'm still going to shop come. for you guys so where can everyone else shop when do you guys launch I feel like like the announcement, I was following along with your guys' post of like three, two, one. Yeah. But what are you guys launched yet or no? No, we're launching Thursday at noon. So June 10th, June 10th. at 12. Um, we're super excited. So yeah. we don't know what to expect. It's like two days away. It's insane. I know. I know. I, know. I have a feeling you guys are going to be, there's going to be some TikTok of you guys selling out your clothing line on Thursday. So oh I'm fucking stoked. Put it out you. there. Put it out there. Manifesting <laughs> that right now. Oh my God. Well, thank you yes, so much. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you guys so much. And I literally can't wait to shop. And also, side note, thank you for all the t technical difficulties. I'm a little bit of a hot mess right now. But I wanted to have you guys on. I was not going to reschedule. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was very exciting. It was like, will it work? Will it won't work? You're so good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Make sure to go check out the girls' new clothing line and follow me on Instagram at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, at Lauren Elizabeth. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Give it a five-star stunning review and support our sponsors because without them, there would be no best mood, worst mood of the week. And you can't miss that. Why would you want to do that? Don't be silly. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.